All right, it is starting to heat up here in Las Vegas. Uh, this is uh, For the Win. I'm Eric Winaldo. You can tell by my voice, I've had one hell of a weekend. Not that kind of a weekend. I graduated. My daughter was with the family, and I'll explain in a minute. But it's going to it's gonna give you blood. I am so tired. I drove all the way across two states. Started in Arizona, ended up uh, back in Vegas, back to uh, Los Angeles with Thousand Oaks, Westlake Village, and now I'm home, kind of, sort of. Never when you get home and you're like, you just, you've been on the road for a couple of days as a family. So one, you've ruined your car. There's just stuff everywhere. Right. So I did that this morning. And then two, you, you just have bags on the floor and nobody wants to do the laundry and nobody wants to get into those bags because it's just dirty laundry. And then you don't really have much to wear and then you don't know what you're doing. So that's the kind of day I'm having. But I do promise to give you blood. A lot is going on in the world of soccer. A ton of stuff uh, over the weekend we're getting. When I said it's getting hotter, it's also the transfer market has gone absolutely berserk. And I'll get into some of those big moves. It's all about number nine. Who's your number nine? And then the rest of the teams that aren't making big moves uh, are sitting back and their fan bases are going berserko. Nuts. The other number nine, who uh, seemingly has, has made some waves now for our U.S. men's national team, would be Jesus Ferreira. All right, come on. Relax, everybody. It was Grenada. Seriously. Why is everybody freaking out that a guy got a couple tap-ins against Grenada? God, I wish I got a chance to play against a shitty team like that. Pad my stats. Boy, we just didn't have those kind of games. I guess we did. In 1994, when Bora was the coach, I was in Europe, and we were playing against like the Cayman Islands like every other week. So where was I? Uh, I was in Europe. Earning a paycheck. Well, anyway, Jesus scores four goals, right? Ariola gets the other one. We, we, the United States beats Grenada 5 nothing. So FC Dallas, congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back. The other product out of there couldn't score a goal to save his life. And it was is somewhere sitting by a pool, I hope, getting his head clear. That would be Ricardo Pepe. But 5 nothing. Okay, and then we get, we get El Salvador on the last game of this uh, shoot with the Nations League stuff. That will be tomorrow meaning today is Monday, that being on a Tuesday. And outside of uh, Christian Pulisic's new haircut, I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to see tomorrow. Either way, it's going to be a game that we've always kind of struggled with. El Salvador is never a, an easy an easy game. Grenada certainly is. It was pretty bad. We got to see Scali play. We got to see our Carter Vickers play. You know, Haji got a, a couple of minutes in there. But, you know, if, if people are really going that route of saying that Jesus Ferreira is going to be our number nine in Qatar, then... It says two things. Nobody else has been able to figure out the position. And he just happens to be at the right place at the right time and basically doing his job right when he needs to. And I've, I've been over this a, a couple of times where he just sees an opportunity because there's an opening there. There's an opening. Sergeant, Sergeant couldn't, couldn't figure it out. DK couldn't stay fit. Even though it looks like uh, Pifok is on his way to Borussia Dortmund, which is rumored. It's not all the way there yet. There's a guy that ends up with, with a trophy of his own for being the leading goal scorer in, well, in Switzerland, which is, is not hard. Well, it's not easy to do, but it's not hard, right? It's always that catch up of, are you going to be able to, if you score there, are you going to be able to make the jump? And that leads me to the other guys who, let's see if they make the jump. Because the two biggest names right now, Man City gets Erling Haaland. Right, and they, and the guy was like it was a buyout clause, sixty three million. I think it's fifty one million pounds. I think that was the final number on that. And then Darwin Nunes 
skips his game with, with his country so he can go make it official with Liverpool. So he makes the move over from Benfica. Now, if anybody's doing it right, man, it's Benfica. They got 100 million euros for that guy. Now, now here's the question. Now, okay, United States, you, you might think you got your, your number nine figured out, but let's talk about two real number nines, and that's, that's Nunes and, and Holland. Now, the, the bigger question here is going to be, how does it go now? These are always difficult. You're putting a big number on somebody. Your expectations are always going to be very high. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm in Vegas, right? So I, I walked through today to see if I could make a bet on who could, who's going to score more goals. Is it going to be Darwin or is it going to be Erlen? And Erlen uh, Holland, for, for what it's worth, I think it's ridiculous. I think no matter how many games he plays for club or country, regardless of what club he's playing for, or we, you know what country he plays for, he's a goal a game. We haven't seen anything like that since, since the likes of Messi and, uh, and Ronaldo. So with these two departing, you got all these people now actually putting all the onus on these two poor bastards. So that Nunes and, and Erlen Holland are going to be the next two. They're the next two? All right. I'm going to say this and, and we'll, we'll pull the tape. I don't know what, six months from now, they're both going to be a disaster. And absolutely, they're just not going to, it's not going to happen. I, I, and here's my only thing that I can offer, my gut. And outside of penalty kicks, the, the, the breakup, what's happening, what's going to happen to Man City and what is happening to Liverpool with Mane leaving, right? And now it's, it's, it's a different setup. It's, it's a, it has a different feel to it now, doesn't it, with Liverpool? And, and with Mane out, and it was like, oh, I don't want to go. I do want to go. Yeah, I wanna, I'm gone. He's gone to Bayern. Lewandowski's trying to figure out where he's going to land. However, if he leaves his vacancy and just the way that all worked out, is going to make it a, a very interesting proposition for Liverpool. Now, I, do I believe in this Nunes kid? This kid has scored against everybody that they put in front of him in the Champions League. And, the, and all the indications are there that he's the real deal. But I put a 100 million euro tag on him. And I wonder, I wonder if he's really figured out yet what that's all going to feel like, what that's all going to be like to make a move from Benfica to Liverpool. Just don't feel like it's, it's going to be, I'm, don't get me wrong. I am hoping that it's a wonderful move and everyone's happy and, and we get to see all of Klopp's teeth after every goal, but I'm not entirely sure that that's going to be the case. Let's catch you up on some other movements because it's, some of it's pretty interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on in, in Major League Soccer. Not only is Ronnie Delia leaving NYCFC and he's going to go to Standard Liège in Belgium. And it's just one of those things where the coach wanted to leave. He just Two and a half years, he wins it. Probably a pretty good time to get out, right? That's, that's just probably, a, to me, it just seems like he just wanted something else. He wanted a new challenge. We all remember how he won this whole thing. with It's a late goal. They got a late goal score and they go to penalty kicks. They, they win and fantastic stuff. Sean Johnson was amazing in, in, in that final bit. Takes his clothes off uh, in Portland and does a little dance for us. And this would be, um, and this is the next move. Look, the guy's 46 years old, okay? His, his record was 46, 29, and 15, which is pretty damn good in this league, which is a league that's built around parity and everybody wants you to, to, to lose just as many as you win. And it wants to be really close when you get to the playoffs. Did he have a fantastic team? Not really. You know, not, not really. But they figured it out when it mattered. And and they won this thing, and he's and he's off to Sandra Lee. So we should we Sandra Lee. So we wish him well. Uh, Nick Cushing is going to be taking over. I think um, 
Medi Bellucci and uh, Verstegen. Is it Verstegen? How do you say that kid's last name? Goalkeeper guy, but he's he's actually he's a good dude. He's probably still there. But I don't I don't think they'll miss a beat. I don't think it's not like they won't miss Ronnie. I just think that he was he was wonderful while he was there, and 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 off he goes. The other like not to bury the lead here. But uh, in New England sitting there forward. How do you say it? Butska. I call it Butska. I've been calling it Butska. It's Buck, Butza. Buff, Buckska. F, I don't know this kid's name. This is how much I pay attention to MLS these days. He goes for 10 million. He's going to France. And now we have this whole uh, Gaga Slonina argument. Real Madrid came in with a number. They said, oh, that's not enough for him. And now Chelsea's involved. And it looks like. They're going to buy him for whatever that number is and then loan him back anyway. So I'm, I'm going to stop talking about that. The kid's barely 18 years old. There's nothing to freak out about there. Bayern did make some moves, though. Bayern is, is, uh, is, is also a part of this. I know I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing all over the place today, but I, I, guess I really don't have a plan for you. I'm all over the place because I am all over the place. But then, then again, do any of you know what a, a Nissan Kicks is? It's a car. Everybody in the... In the uh, Control room was shaking their head. I'll have to show you the video. A Nissan Kicks is this very small little car. And then they just came out with this brand new color, like this metallic crazy blue color, which is the exact colors of Pepperdine. So I just said, screw it. I'm going to buy my daughter that car. Good for parking. And we uh, presented it to her because she graduated this weekend. So we went back to Westlake. And what I decided to do, my wife and I couldn't figure out how we were going to get a surprise her. The way that we surprise her is I put the, um, the keys in, in the utensil. So like when everybody got their napkin at the dinner and she was kind of freaking out, all her friends were there and she was a little hectic. So she just whips open the, the, you know, the, the knife work and the spoon and the keys were in there. It was awesome. It was awesome. Sun was going down. We were right up by the lake. Took her out to the car. Got to see her new car. Kind of freaked out. And then uh, the, other, the other part of that night, which is the reason why I'm all over the place, is my seven-year-old lost her front tooth, which was quite an ordeal. But she decided to lie to us. Well, not lie to us, but she had, she didn't, she, she held it in her hand while she went to sleep. So as you can imagine, trying to be a good dad at three o'clock in the morning when she wakes up in the middle of the night looking for money and we haven't, mom and dad haven't figured it out yet. So I'm down in the lobby of the uh, hotel trying to figure out how to get 20 bucks. 20 bucks for a tooth. Wow. Anyway, I haven't slept much. I haven't slept much. So I am catching up just as much as everybody else. Right now, as we speak, Australia and Peru are going at it right now, trying to get into the World Cup. I was, you know, just, it was just having this discussion a minute ago. The World Cup normally, under normal circumstances, would have started three days ago. How great would that have been? Right now, I just, I would make my life a lot easier. We're going to have to wait and we're going to have a World Cup that shows up Later in the year, November. And UEFA is going to scream and yell, money will prevail because these guys got more money than they know what to do with. I guess in two years, when you find out how many people got bribed to make this happen, that will be the interesting. See how many guys end up in handcuffs. Let's see how many of these stadiums that are built, let's see where they are reconstructed. There's a promise in a contract somewhere. Let's see how that all works out. Anyway, I have had one hell of a week. It's good to be back in Vegas. It is 107 degrees outside, which uh, doesn't make things fun. But it doesn't feel like it should. This is just doesn't feel right to me. You know, it's, it's usually a World Cup summer. 
Uh, this is the first time in forever that we didn't have a, a summer World Cup. And of course, the money did prevail and we ended up changing the whole structure of this. And of course, they're trying to sell it as this is going to be the greatest World Cup of all time. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know until I know. All right, let me get you back through uh, what else is going on. I did tell you I would, I would, I would catch you up on, on the bigger transfers. There is a lot of movement. It's Chelsea's in, in a, quite a predicament with, with this whole Lukaku situation and what's going to happen with Gabriel Jesus. Jesus is, is it, it, could be, it could be a hijacking there, but there really hasn't been a lot of movement from Arsenal. So Arsenal has been linked to uh, several players, but they haven't really jumped on anything just yet it's outside of this kid. Uh, who who really didn't you know get the fan base all excited as far as as far as all this guy I, I think we got about a couple more weeks before it starts to get good I mean well Ryan Gravenberch is is on, from Ajax is on his way to to Bayern that's a twenty five million dollar move it's always good business but if you if you do your homework there if you got like von Bommel or or Wolters or guys that have always kind of marshaled the the the, the midfield. Of it, we're always Dutch guys for Bayern Munich, so it, it doesn't surprise me at all that 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 kind of move happened. It's a, it's a reasonable number. It doesn't look they're just going to do good business. What you'll realize about Bayern Munich, whether they win it at all or not, or whether they're in it, I thought they were going to win it all this year with the Champions League, and I was wrong there. But they'll make good moves. They'll make good moves, and 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 I, I believe um, Leeds is after their midfielder uh, Mark Roca. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's that's real. I, I heard West Ham first, and now Leeds is is uh, throwing their name in, in, into the into the hat. And I guess lastly, if if we're if we're catching up on all the news, uh, Pochettino officially out at PSG. Uh, Luis Campos is their new sporting director at PSG. I just look at look him up. Go get on Google or whatever. Look him up. He just I don't trust that guy. Man, I don't trust that guy. Just the way he's looking into the camera, he's like. I don't know. He could be a great guy. He just this isn't. He doesn't. He doesn't look like a guy I'd put in charge. But it does open up the uh, that possibility that uh, it, that Zidane might be on his way to PSG, and I think that that would be wonderful. I mean, after what uh, Ancelotti just did, I mean, just wins five different leagues, and then we all we're just smoking a cigar after another Champions League. I mean, Zidane's probably saying to himself, "Well, why can't I do that?" Zidane at PSG would be pretty interesting, especially with the team that they're still going to have. All that talk. All that talk, and the kid stays. Mbappé, everybody thought, oh, he's going to Real Madrid. Yeah, been Real Madrid calls, Real Madrid calls, you got to go, you got to go. No, you don't. If you're happy where you are, you stay. I said this in a previous podcast. If you go back in time when France won the World Cup, they were given a 500 thousand dollar bonus and I think he gave it away to charity and his comment was this is going to affect other people's lives it's not going to affect my life at all so it's a different person sometimes it's you know this guy not chasing the money it's just not I mean it, it would be amazing to see Mbappe in the EPL I mean I, I, I think we'd all agree with that but it, it's never really been brought up if you think about it it's either been France to Spain but, but never never to the EPL all right, so I guess the biggest topic before, I mean, let's go through some of these uh, results. I mean, if you saw the England-Italy game, congratulations. I didn't want to watch it after a couple of minutes. I actually said to a friend, there's no way anybody scores this game. 
And Hungary has actually proven to be quite a difficult opponent. They're, they're doing very well in this. They tied Germany one-to-one. And of course, Hungary had taken out England a couple of weeks ago. The Netherlands is, is looking very tight. They're, that's a team that I don't want to, you know, I, I just, even though Poland got smashed uh, the other day, the Netherlands and, and Poland two to two, much better game. And Wales, Belgium uh, was a one to one. So if you're, if you're in the U.S. camp, knowing that you have to play against Wales and you're going to have to play against England in the World Cup, you're, you're going to watch these with a critical eye. And Belgium just, just is the scary part about Belgium is they're great even when they're not even playing good. They really are. And they're just dangerous. And they have so many weapons. The people that you, 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 you know, overlook or you, you just simply say, ah, well, that guy couldn't do it there. So he, you know, it's just not the way it works. Guys show up and they play for their country. It's just different. It's just different. Uh, Spain took out the Czechs. That was a 2-0. Switzerland uh, takes out Portugal. That was interesting because I, I don't think that's, that's ever happened before. Portugal's usually had a, an easy day with the Swiss. And Norway beats Sweden 3-2 in the Battle of the Vikings. So that's that. I mean, as far as MLS goes, I mean, if, you, if you've been paying attention this week, Charlotte got a win against uh, the Red Bulls. Nashville was a 0-0. And uh, New England got uh, the, the, the victory against Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City's in trouble. They'll figure it out. I mean, I, I think it's been such a long tenure for Peter Vermes that no one's actually saying, oh, you need a new coach. If this was anybody else, that would be the case, though. It, it really would. It really would. But I, I, I think they're going to give until the end of the year to figure this out. And even knowing Peter, I, I'm, you know, and, and looking at the red cards and some of the, you know, Russell hasn't been able to behave at all this year for whatever reason. So you, got, you kind of got all your eggs in the wrong basket with that guy. You kind of need some new players. Maybe I should get on a horn with those guys. I've been doing some scouting in South America. I think I found a kid. Maybe I'll call. So if, if, if a really talented South American, I can't say what country, pops up in uh, Kansas City in the next couple of weeks, that's only because that's me trying to help my friend keep his job. I do think they need some help. They need some help. They, and it's, it's, it's not a culture thing. I mean, the culture's fine. They need some help. All right. And it, and it would be a number nine, by the way. So let's talk about this. If, if you're Liverpool, right? And you get Darwin Nunes from Benfica for a hundred million. You know, you've lost, you've lost Mane. He's, he's on his way to Bayern. How confident are you? And, and how, how much of a, how much of a, of a rope do you give this kid? I mean, it, it might be too much. It might be just a little bit too much to put all those expectations on a young player. I, I'm, and if you know the whole story between Erling Holland and his dad previously playing, go look up Vicious Tackles by Roy Keane. Just go do that. Look, look that up. And that blonde guy that gets his leg destroyed, that's Holland's dad, if you didn't know that. But I, I, I did. I went, in, I went in through the uh, sports book and I looked in there and I said, so is there a bet right now? Who scores more goals? Nunes or Holland? Who's it going to be? Now, Holland is just, is, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing what he's doing for his national team. He's got 20 goals and 21 appearances. I mentioned he almost scores a goal a game, which means he's, he's, he's due for a brace in his next one. And Nunes is just too young. He, he really hasn't had a chance to really have a, a, a big spill with his national team yet, but he made quite a spill with, with the Champions League. 
And he's coming from a, a pocket like the Benfica and the Ajax. That they always seemed to do such a wonderful job producing players. The number, so just to get to it, the number that they had, the over-under it was, was 20. 20 goals. So does, it, does either one of these guys score 20? If you ask anybody from Liverpool, they say, oh, absolutely, in your Scouser accent. And then if, if you ask anybody how many Holland scores, they'll, they'll tell you, well, I want to see how many games he plays. And the reality is, is this is a whole new deal. This is a whole new setup for both of them. Now, we've seen time and time again, you've seen you know, players that are playing in the Bundesliga and or, I, I don't want to say lesser leagues, but the Ajaxes of the, of the world. I mean, you, you got a guy like Haller who, who, who really struggled uh, in the EPL and wasn't, you know, wasn't you know, knocking everybody's doors down in Frankfurt, but this is a guy that scores goals, goes back to Ajax and lights it up. Very similar, in, in fact, to, to what you know, Nunez looks like. But this kid, this kid is just, just ultra talented. But it, the, the, the one thing that I would struggle with in how are you going to play him? How is this going to look? I mean, wait, it, it, with, with the players that they still have, with the all-time, is, is a guy that obviously they can, they can talk to each other. They can speak the same language, hopefully. Spanish and Portuguese, pretty close. Sometimes there are some, there are some words that, 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 that don't translate, though. We'll see how that all makes out. But I just feel like, I feel like in his time over there, he's, he's had an opportunity to at least take in that culture. But this is going to be new. This is going to be a brand new world for Darwin Nunes. We got a glimpse of him the other day with his national team, uh, on, you know, being able to, but then he went back. Uh, they made this big to do about his, his, his signing. And they should. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a, that's a lot of money. But when people try to sell the idea that this is the new Messi and Ronaldo, it kind of hits me wrong. I, I'm, I apologize for this, and I don't think anybody should have put that kind of pressure on these two kids. But I don't think we realize what we've just lived through. We're coming out of a, of a season where Messi, for the first time in a long time, forever, I don't think he hit double digits. And that's where he, he, he very, his goal scoring output was, was, was clearly not what it used to be. And then some would say, well, he, he should have been able to figure that out. That's France. He was, but look at the team he was on. Look at the players he was playing with. It's okay to give up the spotlight every once in a while. He probably would welcome that to a certain extent. But I just don't think people realize what we've just, that the last decade and a half of what we just lived through of how good Ronaldo and Messi were. I say were because they're not the same players. And that's always the hard part because it's, 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 it's probably over. It's probably over for both of them. And all these rumors about Messi coming to the United States, whatever. Well, I actually forgot that one. I forgot Kilini. Kilini came to LAFC, did the old hat, looked in, looking down, looking up. I don't even know how old he is. He looks like he's 40. But when you get to the end, and we saw this maybe even with Higuain, and you come to MLS, it's, it's, it's a little bit more difficult. It's hard to, to, to play against players who are full of energy, and sometimes they don't even see what you see. It's, like, it's a level thing. And, that, and 
we're going to get to a point now where we're looking at, at, at the end of Ronaldo and Messi and we're all going to be looking for who's the next one. And there's so many players to pick from. Mbappe certainly is, has done a great job of being a part of the conversation, but we all want that nine. We all want the guy that's just going to score goals and get headlines. So I'm going to make a prediction. This is, this is my thing. Uh, even though I, I, and I, I really, as much as I've paid attention to Holland, because I, I do pay attention to the Bundesliga more than, um, and I have not seen, sorry, I'm not going to apologize for everything outside of the Champions League games with Nunez. I, I really haven't got to see him uh, in league play. And I've, I've been told he scored some phenomenal goals and whatnot. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that they're both going to take at least a year to figure it out. I actually welcome this because I think this is going to be a different year in the EPL. I think teams like Newcastle are going to, are going to show up. They're going, to, they're, they're going to be in the conversation. Arsenal will, will do what they do. Chelsea is, 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 and it feels like, I feel sorry for Tuchel, but Chelsea just doesn't, doesn't last very long with managers. And it's almost like, it's like they just are getting tired of him already. Shit, I'm tired of him. So my prediction is going into, into this, this phase of the next six months um, because everything is going to be so different and, and, it's, and because of the World Cup, because of the, the break, because of, it's just going to take time for both of them to get settled. And those will be the excuses. That will be the reasons why it's not happening. But that'll really, that, that'll really be the narrative that these two just needed more time. Or unfortunately, you know what they'll do. They'll say they're not as good as they said they were. It's, uh, it's insane. It's, it's insane, the money. I'm looking at this sheet, right? And I'm looking at some of the money that's just, just going back and forth of what the, you know, we, we are saying that the player's worth is. Like a, a player like Jordan Pifok, an American, you know, 20-some-odd goals uh, in, in the Swiss League. What would that number be? When we just saw a, you know, a player like Aronson go for 30 million to Leeds. A guy like me, you know, I'm now in my 50s, so I'm watching this stuff. And it, it's, it just amazes me. It amazes me. That, that you know, balancing the books and figuring out how many shirts are going to sell. I mean, let, let's face it. We're, we're going to be, we're about two weeks away from talking about Christian Pulisic. Because Christian wants out of Chelsea. And, you, you know, he's getting some some interest. There was some, for, for a second there, it looked like Liverpool was a destination and then everything calmed down uh, because there was just so much attention on, on, on Darwin. I mean, how would you guys handle that? How would the American people handle a move, Christian Pulisic, to go from Chelsea to Liverpool? Me, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't have any allegiance to either one of those teams. It'd be really interesting to see uh, how many people take Christian Pulisic off of there. Oh, yeah, stop following him. Everybody made such a big deal of this. He basically took Chelsea off of his Instagram account. And then, the, you know, the world stopped for a half second and then kept going. Like, relax, everybody. But I wonder how, how Americans would handle that. Is it a bigger deal to play for Liverpool than to Chelsea? Than for Chelsea? As a, I mean, as an American, here's, here's my thing. Because I'm trying to look at this through somebody who doesn't know a lot about soccer who, which team would they know first? Would they know, would they know red or would they know blue? Would they know, if you said Chelsea, would they say, yeah, that's a little, little just in, inside of New York, right? 
Or would they say, oh yeah, Chelsea Football Club. When you say Liverpool, it's either one of two things. It's like, isn't that where the Beatles are from? Or don't they have a soccer team? I, mean, I don't know what else you would say. As a global brand, and what has happened to Liverpool with American ownership, and of course the ownership changed now in Chelsea. I don't know if that changes the culture either. But I, I just think, look, if, if, if we really look at this from the lens of, because I'm in Vegas, so this is, I just stepped out of a sports book. So I'm, I'm looking at the lines of all this stuff. And I'm just curious, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not gambling. I'm just, I'm looking to see what these people know. Because I'm always fascinated by that. When, it, when, when it's the NFL and we get to the Super Bowl, how do these guys get it almost exactly right every time? It's the same. How they get their information uh, is, is, is not something that I'm, I'm completely aware of. However, when they throw numbers out like that, they, and, and then you look at what happens. Like if you take, if you take what the, the, the Champions League uh, numbers were, right? And you, and you looked at all that stuff. Even, even going into uh, six, six weeks prior to the final, Real Madrid was always up there. Always up there. And it just amazes me that that, that that would be the case because if you were six weeks out of the Champions League final, you would have thought, oh, you know, you, you would have gone Jamie Carragher. Oh, they've got no chance, you know, all that. Boy, that didn't live well. But I look at the numbers and what, you know, who's going to win the World Cup? Who do you think is favored to win the World Cup right now? And when you look at the list of, 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 the, of the teams and you see Germany way down there, you kind of go, whoa, that's a good bet. I guarantee you the Germans will be in this thing. They'll be in the thick of it. They will be in the thick of it. Argentina was a little bit lower than it usually is. But looking at all those odds, it's, um, it's, it's always fascinating to me. But I will go on the record. I, I will say that uh, it's not going to be a fantastic start for either of these two, these two players. Darwin Nunez is not going to come out of the gates flying. It's just going to be, you know, pleading for patience for the first weeks. And then he's going to disappear, you know, and then he's going to come back. And it's just, it's just not going to be the year. Uh, the story behind er er Erling Holland and, and what all this means to him to say, I've been a lifelong fan of the club and all that business. You know, if it's the numbers twenty, and and right now, uh, Vegas is saying that both of these guys exceed twenty goals, and I'm going to be the asshole. I'll take the under. I just don't think it happens. Crazy, right? Crazy. The other two things: these two have never been hurt. Nobody's, nobody's they've ever had an injury. When you throw everything off on the schedules, the way that this World Cup starting in November will, and then players leaving their teams in October. Uh, it's also going to have its effect. And we're going to see a lot more injuries uh, than, than we normally see. I guess the last, lastly, before I let you everybody go here today, and sorry about the uh, all over the place erratic nature of, of today's podcast, but uh, Matic ends up going back to Roma. Surprise, surprise. Ah, welcome home, son. Nice to see you, dad. That's, uh, that doesn't surprise anybody. But that, that would do it for me. I'm, I'm off and running. I do want to see the final. I want to see how this thing goes with Australia and, uh, and uh, Peru. I want to, because that'll kind of close, close the door on everything. We got, we got that closure uh, last week when we found out that it would be Wales 
that we'll play against in the World Cup. And I don't know how you're how excited you are about playing, you know, a couple of the islands, uh, well, <laughs> inhabitants. It's, it's kind of funny to get England, Scotland, Ireland, Northern Ireland, and Wales. And we got two of them. Um, the last time we played against England in the World Cup, that was a lot, a lot was made of it. And then it, it was really a <laughs> game. It just, it just really didn't, really did not deliver. All it, all it really did is deliver Gerard a, a contract to come play in LA and hate it for a couple of years. Outside of that, uh, I'm going to go watch this game. Uh, get get on with the rest of your day. If you are out there, behave. Uh, be nice to each other. Be kind human beings. That is the number one thing you need to do. If you do that, uh, the world will be a better place. All right. We'll hear you next time.